Did you make a resolution to travel more in 2019? Let the experts at FTM Travel turn your vacation dreams into your dream vacation. We specialize in Disney destinations, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, and Aulani in Hawaii. Let our experts take care of the details so you can enjoy a hassle-free vacation. Please reach out to us at info at FTM Travel. That's F as in ferry, T as in trip, M as in mother. So that's FTMTravel.com. Our services are always complimentary when you book through us. We look forward to working with you. Welcome to episode 30 of Rebecca Enchanted. I'm Rebecca Mitchell, your fairy podmother. Thank you for joining me today. This episode is about the enchanting extras at Walt Disney World. And I'm doing this episode because I think a lot of people don't know that these things exist. And the list is long, and so I maybe won't go over everything. But these are some things you can add onto your trip to kind of give you some extra magic, maybe a more VIP experience, um, special seating for certain things, certain uh, evening events. They are all extra, some more, some less, certainly. And while I don't think you definitely need any of these, you know, to have a wonderful trip, again, I just wanted to make you aware because these are these some of these might be fun to add onto your trip. So before I get started, just a quick reminder to connect with me via social media. You can find me at Rebecca Enchanted on Instagram and on Facebook and then also at YouTube. I think for this episode, I'm just going to go over the after hours events at the parks, the dessert parties at the parks, and then um, a group of nature experiences. And then I think just for time, I'm going to do a whole other episode about the VIP, different VIP tour experiences. So the first thing I want to discuss are after hours events. Now these are definitely different than extra magic hours. So extra magic hours are something that you are entitled to as a Disney Resort guest. This is an additional amount and you get three extra hours of park time in the evenings. It is available on select nights at Magic Kingdom. Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom and the prices are around 125 per person. Those can vary based on your dates but um, that's pretty typical and so it might be from just varying on the dates. It might be from like 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., 9 p.m. to midnight or 8 p.m. to 11 based on the park hours and this will give you access to a lot of the really popular rides. So first I'll go over the Magic Kingdom rides um, so you can know what would be included with this. And you will get, um, in addition to the rides, I'll do those in a sec, but you will get ice cream, popcorn, and select beverages. So there are stations kind of throughout the park for you to find um, these items. From what I've heard, I haven't done it, but from what I've heard, they're very readily available throughout the park. You don't have to look around too much to find them. 
Okay, these are the rides that are available at Magic Kingdom. You've got Astro Orbiter, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, the Princess Fairy Tale Hall is open, Haunted Mansion, It's a Small World, Jungle Cruise, Philhar Magic, Peter Pan's Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean, Disney's, or excuse me, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, and then there are other things that, you know, just are kind of open as necessary, and they, and there'll be other character greetings, etc. that are open, just none of them are listed, but, um, so, let's take a look at that, and, and I'll kind of, this will be the theme for these after-hour events at each of the parks, so those are, like, your heavy hitters, you've got Space Mountain, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Big Thunder, Mountain Railroad, Splash Mountain, and Peter Pan, so I consider those to be really the hard-to-get fast passes, kind of the really heavy hitters there, um, while the others are all wonderful rides, they're just not as hard to get on to, let's say. So, you know, in your three hours, though, they really limit these tickets, so you could get really a lot done, maybe as much as you could get done in an entire day with a pretty empty park in the evening. So um, it's kind of, I mean, I think it's worth it. And one of the options, and I'll say this kind of as I go along as well, one of the options would be to not get park tickets. Let's say you stay at your resort, you swim during the day, and you just do these special event tickets. This would work if you're there when they are doing the special event tickets. Um, you know, so you'd have to like make sure your dates uh, coincide with that plan. But, uh, you know, if you are people that like maybe don't want to get up really early in the morning and you have like, you know, you want to take advantage of your resort and you want to swim, let's say you're going for work, something like that. This, these after hour events are really, um, they kind of fill that little spot, you know, like that would really work. Like, in, in fact, I'm even planning a trip for myself where I don't get day tickets and I just do the evening um, these, you know, these special events at night. So moving on to Hollywood Studios, the rides that are open there are Slinky Dog Dash, Alien Swirling Saucers, Toy Story Mania, Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Star Tours, Star Wars Launch Bay, and then character greetings with Toy Story Land Pals, Mickey, Minnie, Olaf, and then the same thing where there are ice cream, popcorn, and select beverages. And that's like, it's not like, uh, you know, juice boxes or something. It's it's like water and Diet Coke, like which are my two main staples. So that uh, is right up my alley. This one's also 125. And um, it's, again, like Slinky Dog Dash typically has, you know, a two, two hour wait or so, you know, varying based on the time of year. I mean, all of these rides are pretty heavy hitters. Anything in Toy Story Land, you know, like you can only get fast passes for or one of those based on the tiers that they have set up there. So that seems like a really good way to accomplish all of those, as well as the other heavy hitters, Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, and Rock and Roller Coaster, and then the Star Wars Launch Bay, which is also really popular. So this would be a great time. Again, it's three hours, and you could probably ride Slinky Dog Dash, you know, for one hour straight if you want, and then hit those other things for the other two hours. So that's a really good, um, you know, I think it's a really good use of your time. It's about the same price as a park ticket, uh, except for you have, you know, obviously the more park ticket days you buy, the less each day becomes. So it's, it's maybe not as cost effective. But again, if 
this would suit your schedule better and like the way your family operates a little bit better. There's no fast passes required for these events because they're pretty much walk on. Like you don't need a fast pass for them. So uh, one now we'll move on to Animal Kingdom and their after hours event, also 125. And the rides available here are Flight of Passage, Navi River Journey, um, the Expedition Everest, Dinosaur, the Rivers of Light show, Tree of Life Awakenings, which is going on, um, you know, on the Tree of Life. It's tough to be a bug. Triceratops spin. So based on this list, you can really hit, you know, Flight of Passage, Navi River Journey, and um, Expedition Everest, Dinosaur. Those are pretty much those heavy hitters. Like, it's tough to be a bug. I wouldn't do that there or then or Triceratops Spin. I would use my time more in the Pandora area. Again, because you are restricted to one of those fast passes. So if you want to ride Flight of Passage a few times. Now, fair warning, Flight of Passage does kind of take a long time to load. There's a pre-show. Uh, so you maybe could only get you know, two rides in on Flight of Passage. If you did that, I would do that like first thing when the after hours starts maybe. Um, actually thinking about that, maybe not because you'd want to make sure that the other park guests were cleared out. So maybe save that towards the end of the night. But, um, you know, there would be, we, we could talk about your plans, but yeah, I, I think maybe waiting for Flight of Passage, but just don't wait too long so that you have an opportunity to ride it more than once. Um, but then again, they've got the ice cream, popcorn, and select beverages. So as I mentioned, I think this is a great plan if you want to rest during the day uh, or work or, you know, do whatever. I think it's a really great plan in order to accomplish a lot in a short amount of time with very little weights. Uh, if doing, you know, a nighttime event would work for your family. This doesn't work probably for families with young kids uh, because of the timing, you know, it's late. So you would have to evaluate whether or not this is worth it for your family, but there are certainly circumstances where this makes a lot of sense. The next group of events I want to talk about are dessert parties. So these are events that you make a reservation for just like a dining reservation and you get desserts and they actually have sweet and savory so you could probably make a bit of a dinner out of it um, you know if you've had maybe a snack during the day uh, and then you will get to view the nighttime spectacular whatever that may be uh, so at, at Magic Kingdom they have one with the plaza garden viewing area and then a terrace garden a terrace viewing area I personally recommend the Plaza Garden viewing. I think it's a little bit better um, view of the castle. And then they also at Magic Kingdom, you can do them before or after. So you can watch the fireworks and then have dessert, or you can have the dessert and then watch the fireworks. At Hollywood Studios, they do one for the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular. And it includes not only the desserts at the party, but you also get uh, some character interaction there as well. And you, so you meet the characters, you're in the Star Wars launch bay, and then after that you'll be escorted out for the, the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular. And they also have at Hollywood Studios, they have the Fantasmic dessert party and viewing experience. So there you will 
have your desserts and then in the actual Fantasmic Theater and then you get VIP viewing for the Fantasmic show. This one is um, actually a lot more reasonably priced than some of the other ones. It's for $39 per adult, $19 per child. So that's not a terrible, you know, like really a bad deal there if you don't want to get a fast pass for Fantasmic or you don't want to wait or you just kind of want that experience with the desserts. And then Animal Kingdom has a dessert party for the Rivers of Light show and it's the same kind of thing. You have your dessert party and then you are escorted to your reserved seating area for the Rivers of Light show. This one is, it's not that hard, I think, to see the Rivers of Light show. Again, um, if you really kind of want that experience, I think it's, you know, that would be great. But this would not be a, like a must-do in order to get seating for Rivers of Light. There's certainly seating available for it. And then something I didn't mention before with all of the other um, dessert parties, drinks are included as well. So that does kind of add to it, especially if maybe you're adults going together uh, as a group maybe and you don't have to pay for an entire family to do this, uh, you know, just for the drinks alone, that might be fun. And then the Epcot dessert party has kind of a unique feature. So you'll have the dessert party, you'll watch Illuminations, which is their nighttime show. And then after Illuminations, you're taken for uh, a private ride on Frozen Ever After. So after the park closes, essentially your group will be the only one to ride Frozen Ever After. So I think that that's kind of a, a nice, unique um, offering. It is, it's called the Frozen Ever After Dessert Party. So it is focused on frozen stuff. Uh, the desserts are kind of named after frozen things like the Wandering Oakens, um, Eclairs and, uh, Elsa's Blue Velvet Cupcakes, that kind of thing. So if you have a frozen fan in your family, that dessert party is really neat. In addition to being able to watch Illuminations and ride Frozen Ever After after the park is closed. The next group of events I want to talk about are the nature encounters. And these are immersive experiences. So these aren't really about getting in front of the line, um, you know, getting from ride to ride, anything like that. But these are actual kind of like plus experiences. So if you have an animal lover, um, this, these might be something you would consider to just add a little something to your trip. And um, so the first one I want to talk about is called Caring for Giants, and it's an animal kingdom. And this is just a one-hour experience, so it's nice because it kind of lets you dip your toe into this and see if this is the kind of thing that your family is interested in. And you will meet with an animal specialist that will talk to you about the elephants there, and you'll get pretty close to them. You know, not obviously you'll be very safe and they wouldn't put you in any danger, but you get um, much closer to the elephants than you would just on any, you know, through any other way that you could see them at Animal Kingdom. So uh, if you've got elephant fans or animal fans, this is just kind of a deeper dive into what it's like to be an elephant at Animal Kingdom. Similar to Caring for, for Giants is Up Close with Rhinos. It's very similar, a 60-minute, um, and you get to have an animal specialist take you behind the scenes and talk to you about rhinos and how they're cared for and 
just I'm sure all the rhino facts that you could ever want. And then the next one I want to talk about is called Dine with an Animal Specialist. And this is at the Sanaa restaurant that's in Kadani Village at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And it's a four-course lunch, and you get to talk about the animals that are roaming around on the savanna outside with one of the actual animal specialists. So it's basically a meal and a discussion with one of the animal specialists, which, um, you know, having experienced, uh, I'll talk about it in a minute, uh, on the Wild Africa Trek, these animal specialists, their love for the animals uh, is is just incredible. And hearing them talk about the background of these animals and just the different features of them. And they even have some like little stories, like some of these, the, these elephants can't hang out with these elephants and that kind of thing. Um, so it's really, really, really neat to hear them talk about the animals and you would get a lunch in addition to this. So again, if you have an, any animal lovers in your group, just hearing more about the facilities and the animals themselves is just totally captivating. So there's another event at Animal Kingdom, and it's called Savor the Savannah, and it's basically just a privately guided safari in the evening, and you'll stop midway through and have drinks and African-inspired cuisine. So essentially, it's just kind of a private uh, safari through the, the safari ride at Animal Kingdom, um, but you get, you know, like I said, you get kind of extra stories and that private guide, which is really um, it's just an extra level of information and immersion. And then there's an event at Animal Kingdom Lodge called the Starlight Safari. And this is about a one-hour private safari of the Savannah at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And you will get, like, night vision goggles. And then, of course, you know, everything is explained by your safari guide. And it's just more in-depth than you would get, uh, you know, on a regular safari because you have a longer time. You can really stop while they talk to you about each of the animals that you're seeing. And um, it's just a unique experience to do it in the nighttime and then have that kind of attention from a safari guide where, where you can ask questions and um, you have to be eight uh, or older to participate in this one. So it's not for little ones, but for some older kids and you, if you, especially if you're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge or if you're just looking for something extra for them to do. Also available at Animal Kingdom Lodge is the Wanyama Safari, and this is available to only 12, peop 12 guests. Like, each excursion is limited to 12 guests, and it's 90 minutes long, and you basically kind of take a private safari through the savannah at Animal Kingdom, and of course you have a knowledgeable guide that will point things out to you. You can again ask questions and look at all the different, um, there's like over 30 species on the savannah at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then after that, you will have a feast on African-inspired fare. So after that, you'll go to Jiko, the cooking place, which is a restaurant at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and you'll have a multi-course meal. So this is a safari and a really sufficient meal. I don't think sufficient is what I meant there. I think I meant substantial. So sorry, but uh, so it's not just like little snacks here and there. Like that's part of this event uh, is is a nice meal. So okay, moving on to the Wild Africa Trek. So this is back at the Animal Kingdom Park, 
and it is a really in-depth behind-the-scenes tour of the safari. So you get to go back behind the scenes with your animal guides. Um, you're harnessed in so that you can kind of like we went to a couple ledges where we were closer to the animals, an experience you do not often get. Um, we got to see the hippos pretty closely and the crocodiles. And then uh, there's a whole rope bridge part that's kind of a, a feat of strength. Not It's not terribly strenuous by any means, but it was just like, okay, I did that. I accomplished that. So that felt good. And then you get a private VIP tour, uh, safari tour, and then you get snacks on the safari as well. So um, I highly, highly recommend this, especially if you've been there several times and you're looking for something extra kind of um, and you know more VIP like you get really a lot of information and the guides are sensational like I hugged my guides after our tour it was great um, and so I went on this tour I talk about it a lot in episode 12 if you want to hear more about it um, but it is one that I highly recommend and then one more I do want to mention is back at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It is called Sense of Africa. And this starts with breakfast at Boma at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then you get a private VIP safari tour of the savannah. And then you get some really up-close animal encounters with, you know, obviously the animals that are you're allowed to kind of encounter very up-close. Like, you know, petting zoo extra extra VIP level if you want to. Um, so it's three and a half hours. So it is a really um, in-depth look at the animals at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So I think that's a good option, especially if you have little ones and you're staying there, maybe on your day off. Even if you're not staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know, on, on a, a break day, this would be a really good tour to kind of fill in some of your, your time on that day, kind of getting away from the, the theme parks and the rides and getting into some immersive animal experiences. And then just quickly going over to Epcot for those nature encounters, they have three different tours within the aquarium there. And so one of them is Dive Quest, which you must be scuba certified to participate in participate in but it is a three-hour tour approximately 40 minutes of that will be the dive um, but then there's backstage tours and um, all that good stuff and then if you are not scuba certified you can do the aqua tour which is two and a half hours again um, you won't be snort that's for just snorkeling you won't be snorkeling that whole time there's also backstage tours and then there's dolphins in depth and this is a three-hour dolphin encounter and this is actually limited to eight people and you'll interact with the dolphins for about 30 minutes and then the rest of it is more backstage um, you know speaking with the animal specialists and that kind of thing so if you're more into water things uh, then Epcot would be the place to kind of spend some of that extra tour money I hope you've enjoyed learning about all these different things you can experience kind of beyond the parks, um, especially with those animal encounters. And I know I learned some new things as I was researching for this episode too. So I, I've, there's so much more to do beyond, you know, the typical park stuff. So anyway, next week I am going to talk about the 
different VIP experiences that you can do. There's just really a lot of them. So I wanted to make sure that that was covered in its own separate episode. Um, I didn't want anything to get kind of lost in translation between the two different episodes. So that will be its own separate episode. All right. Talk to you next week. See you real soon.